Sometimes I like to imagine the world after us, the strange mammals that will emerge, the abundance of biodiverse plant life taking over our fields and factories and so on. I don't think this world will be better. I maintain that we are the most interesting thing to happen on Earth, and there is real beauty and meaning in our curiosity and compassion, even as we also cause and witness so much suffering. But at any rate, there will be a world after us, after each of us. And that's why there's life insurance. It exists to provide a financial safety net to those who love and count on you. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Policy Genius. Because there will be a world without us. And welcome to Dear Hank and John. Or as I like to call it, Dear Kaylin and Hank. It's a comedy podcast where two brothers, and occasionally a special guest because John's really sick right now, answer your question, give you DBS advice, and bring you all the week's news from both Mars and AFC Wimbledon. How are you doing, Kaylin? I'm doing great. I just Googled AFC Wimbledon news just before this, <laughs> so Probably. it's hot off the presses. Okay, is, there is some news. I don't know. It might be, it might not be that new. I don't. It's yeah. probably new. They're, okay. they're playing. The, the, the season is active, so okay. things are happening. Good. Okay. Good. Um, How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I've gotten a bunch of stuff done today. I'm a little bit sad that my brother is super sick. Yeah. Um, he is. I I think feeling a little bit better, but yeah, cool. he was not up for a potting. Or making a video. Yeah, he was yeah. like started working on on this video this weekend, and he was like, nope. Oh. So, so he's not good. Do you get? A punishment if you skip a video you know, and you're sick? I don't know. Okay. I, like, I guess being I, sick is we, a pun- should be a punishment. Right. I mean, yeah. it's been so long since we've done the punishments. I feel yeah. really bad about them. And we procrastinate them now. Yeah. And it's like, what? Mm, I'd... <laughs> and then it's just a and thing we, hanging we over you. we tried to bring it up with, with Nerdfighter and be like, so can we just like abolish the punishments? And people were like, no. <laughs> so I'm not sure what we're going to do. I'll probably have people vote. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they'll be nice because now you can vote right on the YouTube video. Right, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so people, for people who don't know, Caitlin Hoffmeister is uh, the producer of SciShow. Uh, yeah. Makes all of, makes SciShow work and manages all of the SciShow team um, and uh, also hosts SciShow sometimes yep. and has you have your own podcast. I is do that have still my own active? podcast. It is. I just recorded a couple more episodes. I kind of backed off of it for a while but it is still active it's called you're doing just fine and i talked to successful people about their failures good so hank if you ever want to talk to boy i was going through an old hard drive recently and i found a lot of failures (laughs) just like wow there's a whole there's a whole uh directory called side projects and there's like 20 things in there all of them are not existing (laughs) anymore there's a reason they're still in that folder the side projects (laughs) folder and I still I still have active side projects folders and I have I have a task list on my Google right, tasks yeah it's like I never click on it and it's big ideas and what I do with big ideas is I let them sit there for a year and then I come back and I'm like oh I'm so glad I didn't do that that was such a bad idea 
That was such a bad big idea. <laughs> what makes them big? Like that they're going to be hard to. Yeah, that yeah. They're, like that they're not something that I can do in a week. You know, yeah. there, there are things that I would either have to hire somebody for, or they'd be like, you know, dedicate like a lot, like like a book length project right. would be like a big idea. Yeah. Um, so but that one you are doing. I am doing one of them, but there's another. I've got other big idea books cool. on the on the list. Yeah. I still want to write my book about animal sex. Oh, totally. It's really yeah. high on my list of yeah. things that I would like to get done in my life. Yeah. Just let's talk about all biology through the lens of the weird ways we make the next generation, which yeah. is, you know, what biology is all about. It's about continuing this stuff forever remarkably well. Yeah. You know, for the last few billion years, done real great at that. Yeah. Uh, life just kept working yeah. and hasn't stopped yet. Pretty <laughs> remarkable. Well, and I like life. I was thinking about this when we were recording a SciShow yesterday that life will find a way, but it also doesn't give a crap about <laughs> individuals. Yeah. You know, it's no, it like, really doesn't. It's like if you are weakening the system of this species, you're out. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how it works. That's how it yeah. functions. But the other thing is that. Uh, that the it, it feels very strange to for it all to be related mm-hmm. to each other, yeah. which it is unquestionably. Like we've looked and seen how similar, you know, and, and like understood the you know the direct relationships between us and various organisms and how the branches of the tree work, uh, and also that kind of the. Like the way that we die isn't the same way as like a sing- like a single celled organism dies, but the way that it replicates isn't the same way. Like you can say that yeah. my child is a different organism than me, but when a single celled organism replicates, like which one was the original one? Right. It's kind of the it's and just does like, it die if so? The... Like yeah. So if one goes on to continue living and the other one dies and then it replicates, like which one was it? And in that way. Single-celled organisms are all the same single-celled organism. Yeah. So then are they – yeah, they don't die then. They're, they're just way. still there. Yeah. Like that one – that first cell yeah. is still there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, call me on my BS, uh, science people, yeah. for, for that one because if not, we're doing a sideshow on that. Um, hey, Caitlin, do you have a short poem for us? I do have a short poem. It's by Marianne Hoberman. And it's called Brother, because I'm your fake brother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I love poems that you can read out loud that sound like children's books. So this one is that. Um, I had a little brother, and I brought him to my mother. And I said, I want another little brother for a change. But she said, don't be a bother. So I took him to my father, and I said, this little bother of a brother's very strange. But he said, one little brother is exactly like another, and every little brother misbehaves a bit, he said. So I took this little, so I took the little bother from my mother and my father, and I put the little bother of a brother back to bed. Aww. So, did that ever happen to you? Did John try to trade you in? (laughs) (laughs) A different one. (laughs) Um, uh, In one way or another. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Just to make it rhyme with that whole poem. That was great. I also, like, I... Love children's books, obviously now, because yeah. I have no choice. <laughs> um, and uh, it's remarkable when you hit a good one and you're like, yeah. oh, man, this is so much fun. <laughs> I want to read this like every night yeah. for weeks, <laughs> which is good because you have to. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise you're reading the same book every night for weeks and you're not enjoying it. 
Um, all right. So we have questions from our listeners, Caitlin. Yeah, I, I'm excited to give you have advice. You have yours in pieces of paper. I do. Which paper is, is a thing still. It's loud. Yeah, it is. Crinkle it for the for the people. Wait, let's see if I can do a. We can. No, you can't. <laughs> it's my paper. That was great ASMR These are all content your questions. right there. <laughs> this first question. Oh, what the heck? Is this the wrong? Oh, my God. I think I have the wrong one open. Our first question comes from Nathan, who asks, Dear Green Boys, I'm in a large vinegar-soaked vegetable, uh, by which I assume Nathan means a pickle. I've been in... I have a group of friends, and life was going great. But now all of them have either began dating each other or other people. Sadly, such is not the case with your homeboy Nathan, much to my aunt's chagrin. My my people, in what seems to be a poorly executed plan to keep me around, but also to be with their significant others indefinitely, have decided to invite me uh, a single teenage chap on every quadruple date they have gone on for three months. I once drove two of them home from a coffee shop after watching the group conduct an unreal amount of PDA at each other, and then on the way home, they kept doing it. <laughs> oh man, Nathan, I'm sorry. My life has suddenly turned into a sitcom and not one that I can press pause on and watch later. Would having a girlfriend make my situation less Seinfeld-esque? Please answer soon. I'm scared for my sanity. Ah, it's from Nathan. Oh, Nathan. Homeboy. Homeboy. I mean, my homeboy, Nathan. <laughs> I've I have been the person who had a really tight knit group of friends, and I was like, but also my girlfriend is now part of this, oh. and we're gonna be obnoxious about it. Yeah, <laughs> I've been that person. I've been I've been Nathan's friend. Yeah, I've also been Nathan. I think, but but yeah. I but I can also come at that from the other direction. And let me tell you, Nathan, it's pretty obnoxious. <laughs> like the at least the way I did it, and my friends were like, oh my god, yeah, I get it. You and Sherry, you're going to be in love forever. Did Just, it last three months or was it? I mean, one? me and Sherry lasted for a week or two. Oh, nice. Well, um, oh, but so yeah. this is so serious. It was, it was easier. Months. It was easier for my friends yeah. than for Nathan. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was, it was very exciting for those weeks. Is Nathan's aunt trying to date him? No, what? I oh. think Nathan's aunt would like Nathan. <laughs> I was, is this like a Game of Thrones no, scenario? Nathan's, <laughs> aunt, Nathan's aunt wants Nathan to be in a like, Every time I was just assuming that there's a broad story here that okay. Nathan is alluding to very quietly, which I like. It's like, like you know that there's a whole backstory with the aunt that she yeah. really is trying to get him hooked up with somebody. But he's not going to talk too much about that, but just give you a little hint. Gotcha. Uh, like I, so uh, somebody wants to date him. Him. Yeah. But he's not into it because he's a single teenage chap. Well, it's, does somebody want to date him? Somebody that his aunt knows. Maybe. Yeah. Like or a, she just like pinches his cheeks and she's like, where's your so girlfriend, cute. Nathan? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, go, I've had enough of this. <laughs> it's hard enough to be Nathan in this world where all my friends are sucking face in my car. <laughs> um, yeah. One I, piece of actionable advice. Uh-huh. Um, when you're giving people a ride, don't let them both ride in the back seat. Hey, make one there of them ride is. up front with you. Well, yeah, because yeah. like, what am I your chauffeur? <laughs> right, I'm just your Uber driver. Yeah, you're like you back in the back of my Pontiac. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah, definitely. What? Yeah, yeah, this is a great point. Who's sitting in the passenger seat? No one. Well, because, somebody. Yes. Yeah. And so that, that is not allowed. Because so then I'm just your your. Your PDA chauffeur. I'm just yeah. your like 
person who's driving around the room in which you're hooking up in. Totally. That's yeah. not okay. And that's too close. It's like people think it's fine because you're going somewhere, but it's not. You're in a very small room together. And there's that third person <laughs> yeah. who does not want to be there, but they're yeah. driving. Yeah. You'll all in die what if that situation person's is it okay for us to be in like a 12 square foot room <laughs> with the two of you and Nathan and you're hooking up? Yeah. I think this is a general piece of advice that I'm giving to my former self. Like, if it's me and my girlfriend and like one or maybe even multiple other people, like we are in a friend setting and yeah. we're doing friend things. We're not doing boyfriend, girlfriend. Like this can be a boyfriend, girlfriend thing, hanging out, having a good time, but it's not like a time for a public affection displays. Yeah. Like, and I, like, I understand you're young, maybe you're you really probably excited. Don't have it's a uh, place that you yeah, can be alone. Maybe you don't yeah. have that. Um, and, but like, yeah, it, it it's not inclusive no. of Nathan to be like, come along, and we're going to stare at each other in the eyes <laughs> with our eyes open while we kiss. Yeah. And <laughs> Nathan will just be around. Yeah. Um, Nathan, you don't have to get a girlfriend to satisfy your friends. No. Um, or your but, aunt. Or your aunt. But I do think... Uh, I do think that you're you're you are in a uh, in a vinegar soaked vegetable there because yeah. you can't really like tell your friends, hey, can we be friends still? Yeah. Or is there is there really just one thing in the world that matters to you right now? Yeah, you could you could ask that. Maybe don't phrase it quite like that. Maybe don't phrase yeah. it quite like that. <laughs> um, my dog puked in the back seat of my car on one of the back seats. So I don't let anybody sit there anymore. So hey. you could, if you want to just like be subtle about it, yeah. you could do that. <laughs> like, oh, uh, you can't only sit one, there. I only have room for one of you back yeah, there. Yeah, you can't sit there. There's, yeah. uh, there's just, a, just a bunch of, or just have like a big bag that you're carrying yeah, around. Yeah, totally. Just be like, it's oh, yeah, tire. no, I had to keep that. I had to put this bag in my car. I'm delivering it for my mom tomorrow yeah. to the dry cleaners. It's just yeah. pickles. <laughs> Perfect. Way to bring it full circle. <laughs> just a bag of pickles. Just a bag of pickles. I'm bring to the dry cleaners because yep. my mom's a pickle salesperson. <laughs> this one's from Morgan, and they say, "Dear brothers Green and Caitlin, when is the appropriate time to start getting into Christmas season? Most importantly, listening to Christmas music. My mom thinks it's on Thanksgiving, specifically." As soon as you see Santa in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> I am a firm believer in November 1st being the start of the Christmas season, mostly because that is about as late as I can possibly hold off. Please end <laughs> this debate. Greetings from the Upside Down, Demma Morgan. Demma Morgan. Uh, Morgan. So, <laughs> you're right. I also can't help myself. I, I know. It, yeah. like, like, Octo- like, October ended. Yep. You were listening like, to spooky ta- music. I was taking down the ha- the Halloween decorations, mm-hmm. and I put my son to bed, and I was like, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. And I was like, that's that's it. Yep. It's done. It's time. You're getting a Christmas carol every night until January. <laughs> like, and maybe into January. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, you got to get your Christmas tree late so that you can hold off right. until... So you can really stretch it out on that. Yeah, end. you know, I, Christmas trees in Montana, I'm very impressed with. They do. They're last like a long they're time. just like chilling out, hanging yeah. in your house. If you keep it, especially if you keep it a little cool in your house, mm-hmm. which is probably the environmental way to do things anyway. Yeah, they they'll just last. Yeah, I like Water threw my, I threw my Christmas tree away last year. It dropped like eight needles. 
I was like, what is, are you alive? Should I plant you? Yeah. Well, I feel bad. Oh, oh, yeah. And then just reuse it next year. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I used to be on the exact opposite side of this debate where I was like, it is not Christmas time until it is, like, December 20th. Oh, whoa. Like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> and now now I'm like, no, like, well, that's, and the thing is, like, I live in Montana now where it's snowing. It's snowing. It, like, yeah. feels like Christmas. And I need to be, like, celebrating the joy of it being the right. Christmas Right. Otherwise, season. it's just a dark, cold time. Right. <laughs> it has to be about friendship and giving and yeah. thoughtfulness yeah. And, and candy. Yeah. Um, what are, where do you come down? I love Thanksgiving, but I have no problem, like... Christmas Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. like in the Christmas, Christmas season. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, since you're in the Upside Down, Morgan, I feel like that takes place like very early November and there's Christmas lights. So to communicate right. with the Upside Down. Right. So I you're, feel talking like... a, you're talking about Stranger Things. Now. Oh, yeah. You've totally. Moved, okay. So, so <laughs> there like, are, yeah. I'm just trying to find like text-based evidence for Morgan being right. Right. And, and ultimately, <laughs> the current cultural touchstone for everything is Stranger Things. Yes. So if, yeah. in Stranger Things, there's Christmas lights. It's October. It's yep. spooky. But there's still Christmas lights. Yeah. So you can celebrate Christmas yeah, just Anytime. put just put up some creepy Christmas lights. <laughs> hang them from like and You're write like, in black know. paint on the wall. Will Byers might need to contact me. Oh my god, that show prepped. is so good. It's so good. It's so good. I haven't watched the finished the second season yet. I'm like I'm on episode three. Catherine, <laughs> like we watched the end of the third episode, yeah. and she was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> she definitely wasn't going to watch another one that night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have this. I have a general problem with my wife where she likes to consume. High quality content very slowly. Oh, and I'm uh-huh. like, uh-huh, that's fine. <laughs> Let's just watch another episode of QI or the Great British Bake Off and not finish Stranger Things. We could do a one episode a day. I'll be fine. <laughs> it is really satisfying to do it that way. I did that with the first season of Stranger Things yeah. because I was like going to my friend's house and watching it, but it's so hard. I watched the yeah. second season in two days. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so did we? Did we get any good actionable advice? Uh, um, just you can celebrate Christmas. Here's here's headphones, maybe. Oh yes, this is a great point. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to involve other people in your Christmas celebrations no. necessarily. Yeah. You can be a hundred percent there in your own brain. Yeah, uh, and you can, and also like you can display it. Wear a Christmas sweater. People yeah. aren't going to think you're infringing upon their rights, but. Maybe I think so. I was in like the day after Halloween. I was in a retail store, and they were playing Christmas carols. And I do feel like that's a little bit right. That's a little I don't bit think approaching you the line. Take up a where, whole space. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's like that's. I mean, it is retail. They want you to be in the Christmas. They want yeah. you to be like, remember, Christmas is coming up. Yeah. Don't you need to buy Christmas socks for that coming. person? Yeah. Buy a lot of socks. <laughs> it's not just you socks. Cold. Other people socks. <laughs> yeah. Your feet are gold. <laughs> um. Other people's socks <laughs> is a weird, uh, weird way to say uh, what you do when you buy someone's socks. Yeah. Because, like, I currently own your socks. These are yours, but I haven't given them to you yet. That's like gifts in I, general. Yeah, yeah, I have other people's stuff yeah. until, until like, the Christmas time happens yeah. and then other people have their stuff. Huh. Who owns Christmas presents? Santa? and the like in the in the moment between when you buy them and wrap like when they're under a put them under the tree whose are they then are they the person whose name is on them or the person who bought them 
I would argue the person whose name is on them. But at that point, but I you feel could like that something. happens at midnight on Christmas. That's why you can't open it until Christmas. Yeah. That makes sense because it's like this gray area mm-hmm. of property law. Right. Yeah. I think that's really good. <laughs> if somebody was just like, it was like eleven fifty nine, people. Somebody was like, "Nope, this is yeah. mine. I've changed my mind." And like, they go to court, yeah. and like Judge Judy has to determine whether or not this person, like the the mixer, yeah. was Jeff or Jeremy's. <laughs> uh I don't know. I think Judge Judy would say that it was the the gifters until until midnight, so. and then it's the gifties. Mm-hmm. This next question comes from <laughs> Siv, who asks, Dear Hank and Caitlin, I live with my boyfriend now, and it's great. However, he's turning 25 this December, and I kind of want to make him a homemade gift. But the apartment is 42 meters squared. How do you surprise loved ones in small apartments, <laughs> pandas, and abstracts? Siv, how, many, how big is 42 meters squared? <laughs> 42 meters squared. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I was, I'm imagining my little studio apartment feet. that I had before. Um, it's 450 square feet. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Google. It's a little studio apartment. Yeah. So a small. Yeah. Um, well, homemade doesn't necessarily mean you made it at home. That's true. So it could, could be coffee be shop made. Coffee shop made. Library made. Mm-hmm. You could go to the, go to your local. I don't know. We have places like that. Like we have mm-hmm. uh, like the Zach where you could go yeah, make stuff. Yeah. The art center. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And you could store it there. So you just come to Missoula, yeah. go to Zootown Community Arts Center, <laughs> or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, that's Zootown it. Zootown Arts Community Center, that's probably it. since it's Zach. It's, yeah. She was going to be mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not Zach. And uh, yeah, so stuff like that. Probably you could take a class, like a screen printing class mm-hmm. or something, maybe. Yeah. And then you'd be learning a skill as well. You could also make a small thing and hide right. it. <laughs> it's like under the covers. Yeah. What are you doing in there, Sid? Nothing. <laughs> whittle, whittle, oh, whittle. I was thinking what are like... all the wood chips doing under there? <laughs> Why are there so many wood chips in the bed, Siv? <laughs> I get it. I was thinking that Siv was going to make their boyfriend a present while he was gone and then no. have to hide it. But no, because you make a small thing. Make no, yeah, like he needs okay. like a working, like they okay. need a working space on which gotcha. to make the thing. Okay. Yeah, uh, and like, Ooh, I, like, I what, like what you have left off, Siv, is like what is the thing you're making? Yeah, because this is a, this is hugely important. Maybe Siv's boyfriend listens to the pod, and yeah, doesn't that'll ruin want the surprise. It, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, I want to avoid that. Yeah, but I like the idea of making a fort. Like like a sheet fort, <laughs> like and then you work in there. Do not enter. Yeah, until Co- Christmas. Craft fort. Do not enter the craft fort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys can open presents the in fort. the craft fort. Oh, it's cute. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, 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 yes. You have to build a craft fort. <laughs> and We're send us done. a picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not only you, I challenge everyone who is making something for their Christmas person this <laughs> this Christmas to build a craft fort, yes. whether or not they're going to find yeah. it. I just think it's great to have a craft fort. Yeah, that's probably how the North Pole was invented. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was originally Mr. Claus, Santa, just wanted yeah. to make something for Mrs. Claus, yeah. but their their house was so small that he built a craft yeah. fort, and, and then, then the craft fort just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you yep. had to get a bunch of elves. Uh, t- 
to pay, I assume, well. <laughs> yeah, I think they're union. <laughs> right? <laughs> they must be. <laughs> Santa seems like a nice guy. I think so. Yeah, I think he'd be supportive yeah, maybe of they, labor rights. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Do you want to hear I, from... Like, never have we answered a question that well on this podcast. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best we've yes. ever done. <laughs> All right. Did I just right. ask that question? Yeah. Okay, your so turn. Let me ask you a question from Catherine. Mm-hmm. Dear Hank and Caitlin, I work for a catering company and am waitstaff for a large number of corporate events. Cool. As is the nature of these events, I've seen a lot of guest speakers and speeches given. I feel very lucky to get to see these speakers as they're often important people working on projects like Mars One and space exploration. Ooh. Or are important leaders on the global stage like Nicola Surgeon, the First Minister of Scotland. Hmm. I always feel very lucky to get to see these speakers and I always want to applaud after their speeches. However, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to. I mean, I'm just the waitress, not someone the speeches are for. So do I clap for them or not? (laughs) Please help. I'm very confused and conflicted about clapping or not. Not an abundance of Catherine. Um, Okay. First of all, the first minister of Scotland is something that got me hooked up because yeah. I was like... Did I say his name No, right? you said it okay. correct. It, it, Nicola Surgeon, a woman. No, um, oh, Nicola. Yeah. And so I was just like, I don't... Hold on a second. <laughs> this is the first minister Scotland ever had? That person must be Or dead. is it like a ranking? It's a thing. Okay. It's a, the first minister is the like leader of the Scottish clarinet. government. Okay. Like first clarinet. <laughs> yeah, except that it's the leader of the Scottish yeah, government okay, instead cool. of the leader of the clarinets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Nicola Sturgeon is Sturgeon. Well, they spelled it wrong. Oh, okay. That wasn't your fault. Okay. Nicola Sturgeon. Yeah. Not Sturgeon. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so we've got both of those things fixed. Okay. Now... I don't like so obviously you do what everybody else is doing. What all the other all your other colleagues like this is yeah. why like like I'd be like what is everybody like look over at my my colleague Leslie and see what Leslie's doing. That was not a very Scottish yeah. name. Other Kate. <laughs> like what is a Scottish, Scottish name? name? Merida. Yeah. <laughs> Go with one one Scottish name. Nicola. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Good point. Excellent point. Um Oh, I've, I've got a, a long list. Uh, look over and see what Alistair is doing. Great. And if Alistair is clapping, then you clap. Yeah, or sounds like boss. they need a first waiter to lead yes. the clapping. Excellent point. Or not. Yeah, whose name is probably Craig. Probably. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I think I, I if it was, if I was the person creating the precedent, like if it was me and everyone was going to look to me at what we should do, I would clap. I would too. Um, I also, uh, I want to, I've got a bone to pick with Catherine um, because she says, I'm just the waitress, not someone the speeches are for. Yeah. I think the person giving the speech would love it if you clapped. And it's also definitely talking to you. Right. And I think it. This is why I think you should clap. Yeah. I think you should clap because like it's respectful, but also because it's a recognition that you are not, you are, you are not. A mechanism by which things appear and disappear. You are a person. Yeah. And you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's really cool that, like, you have, like, this is a perk of your job. Totally. Yeah. Uh, And, like, like you should appreciate it and show people that you are appreciating it and pause in your duties if you're not currently holding a hot cup of coffee. Yeah. Don't burn yourself. Don't worry your – yeah, don't just start, like, clapping, (laughs) slamming cups of coffee together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, that would be bad. Yeah, I think I agree. And I think you're probably not 
at the clapping point, you're probably not like pouring water on someone, uh, like for someone. Mm-hmm. Like you're probably yeah, just like step like to the, the side end, near the end of the yeah. evening. Yeah, yeah. right. Because I don't know how it works. Yeah, but it does seem cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah, and maybe that's... other people are wanting to clap too, but they don't know if they should. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe Catherine's the Craig, right? That they're looking to, and she doesn't even know it, right? You can establish the precedent. You yeah. pause, and you put your on uh, one arm behind your back, like you're a good. Nope, you can't clap that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious to see where this is going. <laughs> just clap you just, behind and your then back. You just, like yeah. hit your hand together really hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just pause, pause in your duties and, and applaud uh, Nicola Sturgeon, the first minister of Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're Scottish, which I don't know if I should have done. I just because Nicola Sturgeon was there and I'm, I'm yeah. sure Nicola Sturgeon goes to other places. Probably. <laughs> I did that whole thing where I assumed you were Scottish <laughs> for a long time. And I did too, but There's I didn't no know. actual indication that that's the case. I apologize. This next question comes from John, who asks, <laughs> Dear Caitlin and Hank, uh, Hank and Caitlin, sorry. I just want to throw away a few bags of trash in the already full dumpster at my apartment complex. Oh, have we all been here? Mm-hmm. As I was halfway back to my apartment, I heard a bag of trash fall to the ground. Did I just litter or am I in the clear? I didn't <laughs> You're not in the clear. They didn't bother to turn around to see if it was one of my bags, uh, but it had begun to. It has begun to plague my mind. Any dubious advice is appreciated. I won't mow your lawn, John. Oh, it's John because it's spelled like lawn. Yeah, but like, it sounds like John. Um, yeah, you're not. You, you didn't turn around. You very intentionally. Don't turn around. Yeah. Appear to have n- not turned around. Yeah. For a specific reason, which is that you and didn't want to know. And it's plaguing your mind. And now it's plaguing your mind. I had a plaguing my mind situation yesterday. There, so I, w- I went to the coffee shop to get coffee with Catherine. Mm-hmm. And on the way there, there was like a minivan pulled up on the sidewalk with its hazards on. And I was like, that's weird. Uh, and on the way back, they were still there. And this person, there was a person sitting in the driver's seat the whole time. And I was like, are they okay? And so we walked home and then I like was sitting in the house taking care. And I was like, I have to go check and see if that person's yeah. okay. And I finally like went and I like walked over and they were just like on the phone having a conversation. <laughs> I was like, you just pulled up on the sidewalk? That's super weird. Like on the, like on the sidewalk. Weird. There's places to park. Yeah. There's like, you've just pulled around. There's like neighborhood streets that have parking on them. Yeah. They were there, they were there for like an like, hour. Whoa. I don't no. know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I was thinking maybe there was car trouble and they, yeah, they were like caught, that, but like an hour and I like walked by and I like tried to make eye contact and she would not make eye contact with me. So I was like, you clearly do not want my yeah. help. Goodbye. Good for you for going to check though. Yeah. Maybe she called someone and it was taking them a long time let, to get there. Maybe, maybe, yeah. But she was still like, yeah. Um, it looked to me like she was just having a conversation. Weird. Like she was like she didn't want to drive and c- talk on the phone at the same time. So she pulled her car, <laughs> which is sidewalk. illegal in Missoula. But yeah. parking on the sidewalk. Yeah, parking on the sidewalk not. also not strictly legal. Uh, so yes, this was plaguing your mind because you littered. <laughs> yeah, so, you but did. this is this is a problem that I, like everyone who has ever lived in an apartment complex knows about. Yeah. Like they don't have enough dumpster space. No, especially right before trash day. Why not? I don't know. Yeah. What, what am I Is supposed to do? Is it more expensive do? to have a bigger dumpster? Yeah. Yes. Okay. More dumpsters cost more money. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. 
So bigger dumpster costs more, more dumpsters cost more. This is a thing I know because we have a dumpster here at the office. Yeah, so it's very we, little. It's so cute. It's tiny. I love it. So don't throw away more stuff because we pay less because it's little. Yeah, I love I love that it's little. I'm like, <laughs> look at us, saving the earth. <laughs> As we're like shoving stuff in Yeah, there. just like yeah. <laughs> um, just holding stuff in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for it to get empty. But yeah, this is a, this is a common problem. And at our old uh, place, because we shared the dumpster, the tiny dumpster with a lot of different people, yeah. that like somebody would fill it up with like bookshelves or something mm-hmm. one week and it'd just be like well I guess we're just gonna put the garbage bags by the dumpster yeah. and then you feel bad because that's not because I can tell you as a as a business owner that like the the if you keep doing that like if the if the bags aren't in the dumpster the company will get mad at you and they will call you and be like you need to get another dumpster because right we're You're supposed to drive the, the truck up yeah. and do the thing with the truck and that's it we're not we're not here to pick stuff up off the, off the ground like yeah. we're not trash like not litter patrol yeah Anyway, super interesting things that yeah. I know about <laughs> that I'm so glad that I've learned through <laughs> It's just like, if you ever think to yourself, boy, I want to run a business, remember that you're going to be getting calls from the dumpster company. Yeah. And you'll like, and you'll be like, should we get another dumpster? Should we have a conversation with the employees about throwing (laughs) less stuff away? That will be your life. At least part of it. And, you know, it's not bad. I don't mind having those conversations, telling you guys to be more green and recycling more. We do a good job of recycling. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So, so John, you should recycle more. Yeah. And also, and if, you, if your trash doesn't fit in, then you should call the trash company and be like, my yeah. landlord won't get another dumpster, and I know that he needs one, so let's work together. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, John, you littered, but somebody will clean it up. But your conscience, right. will I don't be, know. Will be dirty for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all over now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear from Fanny? Yeah, hit me with Fanny's question. Fanny says, hi, I'm watching my favorite TV show in Sweden called Vem Vet Mest, and this guy is wearing a Pizza John shirt. I needed you guys to know. He is. He is. It looks like a game show. There are, there are five yeah. lights and two of them are off, so I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, Ooh, I hope his lives are running down. Yeah, maybe he's only got three lives left. Uh, I really hope that this Pizza John, I mean, what a bold choice. I wearing, love it. Wearing Pizza John on a game show. Nobody's going to not know that happened. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's, he looks great. He does. Uh, um, so question. Is now, there a question? on to my unrelated question. Ah, I see. Well, pizza related. <laughs> Is a pizza a sandwich if you fold it? There's bread on two sides. Hank, I know you've got this figured out. My name is weird in your country. Fanny. <laughs> yes, that's, that is true. Uh, correct. On that last part. <laughs> so, Caitlin, do you know about my new policy about not having opinions on stuff? <gasps> no. I don't have an opinion on whether that's a pizza, oh, a sandwich or not. I do. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because is a How burrito you... a sandwich? No. I mean. Folded pizza? Are you aware of the controversy you are wading into right now? <laughs> this is like, like it started with the hot dog question. Yeah, hot dog's not a sandwich legally. Wait. There's a law? <laughs> well, it's because it's like there's some sort of like sandwich tax. There's like, no sandwich tax. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe I made that up. <laughs> How is there a sandwich tax? I think On, it's something... In America? In America. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think we pay for... Like, is the corn dog a sandwich? Because um, there's bread on both sides. <laughs> there's bread on all the sides. Right? It's completely surrounded by bread. Yeah. 
and it's on a stick. I think in general, sandwiches can't be on a stick. But this is the thing. They're just trying to suck you into a conversation. Oh. And having having opinions and arguments and disagreements with people about things. Okay. And really, maybe we should just not care if a pizza folded in half is a sandwich. Henry Reich and I were debating if pizza was a pie earlier today. Because well, he had a pie party. And people brought pizza, and we thought. Did I that, miss the pie party? Yeah, I oh, did too, because Lauren no. had to go to work, and we I had to help him get ready because he was gone for a so week. Good. Yeah, oh. uh, he assured me there would be more though, because okay. I was bummed. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they call it pizza pie, but it's not really pie because yeah. it's not in a dish. So I guess it could be whatever you want it to be. It could be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, I think that like it definitely becomes a sandwich if you take two slices of pizza and put them on each other because then it's open at both ends. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's sort of more like a uh, a cheesy, saucy taco. You know what I just realized? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, that sounds awesome. But <laughs> this person's from Sweden uh-huh. where they have open-faced sandwiches. Yeah. So a pizza is totally a sandwich. A pizza is already a sandwich. Yeah. It's just a hot, open-faced sandwich with just cheese and sauce. Yeah, okay. Cheese and marinara. Boom. Next You know question. what I like an open-faced sandwich? <laughs> I'm into it. Because yeah. like, I, oftentimes I'm like, there's too much bread happening. Yeah. There's too much bread going on. And again, this is not an opinion that I have for all people. I'm not saying that everybody <laughs> should only eat open-faced sandwiches. This is just a thing that I believe for myself. I often think to myself, that's just – my mouth is full of bread right now. And I was – I didn't sign up for bread. I'm here for all that stuff in the middle. Gotcha. All that Oreo goo. <laughs> Oreo sandwich. An Oreo would be a sandwich. Yeah. Do they call them sandwich cookies? I think, I think so. they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm, they do. All right. This question comes from Brian, who asks, "Dear Hank and Caitlin, when scientists talk about the age of the universe, i.e., about 14 billion years old, are they using the year as defined by one rotation of the Earth around the sun? To me, this seems rather confusing, as the Earth has only been around for less than half of the calculated age of the universe, and a year is usually different on other planets. What's up?" Brian is greater than Ryan. Brian. I mean, it says you, Brian. Wait. It has more letters. It does have that extra letter. Um, yeah. We don't have any other ways to do it. Right? Yeah, it's funny like, because... Like, what, what would you say? The, you know, the universe has been around for like, like 18,000 rotations of the Milky Way? No. Like, yeah. we don't know what that means. Right. I have no idea if that's even close to the probably way not enough. Yeah. Um, and also the Milky Way wasn't around when the universe started. So, like, there's nothing to go by except what we know. Yeah. And it's something, like, talking about a small apartment earlier, we were like, meters, we think in feet usually. Let's look this up by feet. Yeah. Like, it makes sense to talk about years as egocentric as that is to, like, help right. us fathom it. Well, that's one of the things is, like, most of our definitions of things are arbitrary to start with. Totally. So, like, yeah. a foot is just something we picked. A meter is something we picked. A kilogram is something we picked. But a year is at least a thing. Like, it's we were here and then – Now we're here Now again. we're here again. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of around the sun. Yeah. And, like, we can measure that and we know that. And, and that amount of time is not exactly a number of days, which is what causes all the problem with leap years and extra leap years and Leap all, seconds. Yeah, and... leap seconds. So the uh, – yeah, the – it's not perfect, but it's the thing that we have. And, and it is sort of like compared with our other units of measurement, at least it ha- it's based on something in mm-hmm. reality. Yeah. And something that relates to, like, individual people because you know how old you are in right. years. Yeah. Yeah. And we ha- I have some experience with what a year is. Yeah. I don't have any experience with what a year with- is that allows me to conceive of what 14 billion of them would be, though. 
No. Uh, <laughs> me neither. Um, but what would be cool, Brian? Can you just have that no? <laughs> go, like, like be a full, a full like. Lots of I silence. don't know, like fifteen seconds, and then, and then... like, like it's gonna be fourteen billion seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then you can just jump in okay. with what you were gonna say. But what would be cool, Brian, is if you made a poster or something visual that I could hang on my wall mm. that showed me how old the universe is in, in years, in, in right. Earth years, in Pluto years. Because mm-hmm. Pluto, as long as we've known about Pluto, it still has not completed a Pluto year. Wow. That's which I think is so there. cute. It's like I'm still <laughs> just out here trying to finish a year. Yeah. I'll make it. I'll make it. Nothing's going to stop me now. You can't stop me. I'm Pluto. You can't stop me because you can't get here. Yep. Too far away. Uh, yeah. And uh, you can also do like lunar orbits around the yeah. Earth. You could also do like galaxy orbits or. Which is not something I ever even thought about before. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Like I don't know if, if the galaxy orbits something inside of its supercluster. There's got to be some kind of common yeah. center point of gravity in the supercluster. But. Uh, but it definitely revolves yeah. or rotates. Right, so of course. It, like the Earth goes around the center of the galaxy once every lots and lots and lots of yeah. years. <gasps> yeah, what is that called? I don't know what that's called. A hectaker? <laughs> hectaker? That is a callback to a Vlogbrothers video from a long time ago. That's my fake, that's my go-to fake measurement. That's good. Hectakers are excellent. Uh, all right, we don't have a ton of time left, so this podcast is brought to you by Hect Acres. Yes, the Hect ha- They're big. They're so big. <laughs> <laughs> or long, or or yeah, or yeah. Unfathomable. Unfathomable. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by moving rooms for three people that you should not make out in. Correct. Oh, moving rooms that you should not make out in. They're not uh, bedrooms. Don't though. make out in them because <laughs> there's a bunch of pickles on the, the back seat anyway. Yeah. This podcast also brought to you by the Craft Fort. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Craft Fort, it takes up uh, two meters squared of your 40 meters squared apartment, and you are in there doing something. <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so good. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the. Holiday music that can start whenever it wants. It could start. You could be. You could be Mariah carrying in your ears all year long if you yep. want to. All I want for Christmas is for it to be Christmas all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another question. This one comes from Madden, who asks, "Dear Hank and Caitlin, what is nil?" John always talks about it when talking about AFC Wimbledon, and I don't understand. I'm a lizard, Madden. What are you? A li- you're a lizard. I guess that understands why explains why you don't understand what nil is. Yeah, I am a lizard. Is that a a thing? Like I am the walrus. Probably. Sure. Or is like Madden a game? Well, Madden is a game. Okay. But it's not spelled like Madden's name, and it's about football. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, so you don't know about Madden, the game Madden. Sorry. I'm like, you should know about nil if you know about football. No. B- yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about football or <laughs> video games. Yeah. Uh, clearly. Um, yeah. I, so I, I wanted to know where nil comes from. Yeah. Did you look it up? I did. So it just means nothing. It means I can tell you what the AFC Wimbledon 
scores are, and this is why you hear it so often, Charlton versus AFC Wimbledon was 1-0, but AFC Wimbledon beat Lincoln City 1-0. Oh, so they won and lost. Yeah. Okay. Well, you already got to the AFC Wimbledon news, so you've ruined it. No, that's from a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, (laughs) So the- uh, That's old. Yeah. Situation- is that it just means nothing. But I looked yeah. it up, and nil, it's like from the Latin, which is also where like nihilism comes from. So, n- so literally like nothing. nothing. Yeah, like yeah. I'm into nothing. Like, like annihilate. Yeah, also yeah. to make into yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, yep, nil, it means nothing. So that was a, just, a, just a quick one for people who are confused by nil. And I don't know why, I tried to figure out why football scores in particular uh, talk about nil, like nil, nil, draw. But, like, nobody knows. It's just something people started doing. Maybe because it's one syllable. Maybe it's, like, especially if you're talking about you being the loser. Maybe it's, like, one nil. Like, yeah. it seems a little more hopeful than one nothing. <laughs> one zero. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably just to save a syllable off. Yeah. It's probably it's a British thing. They don't, yeah. like, they don't like syllables. They'll get rid of them at every yeah. opportunity. Even if they're in the word. <laughs> <laughs> uh So this one's from Caroline, and she says, Dear Hank and Caitlin, how long does a person or persons have to be dead for it to be considered archaeology instead of grave robbing? (laughs) Does the civilization have to be fairly old, or is there like an Indiana Jones code of conduct? Sweetly, Caroline. Ah, that's good. Ah, super good. Um, Yeah. um, So... Did you look this one up too? Oh, well, it's actually something I knew. Oh, awesome. Okay. So it, it does not matter how old the grave is. Okay. It matters your intent. Okay. Going into the grave. And this is sort of a controversial <gasps> oh, thing. That's interesting. So yeah. so even if it's like a pharaoh's grave, right. if, if you're, you're going just in there to stuff. like melt down the gold and sell it or like even even sell the the stuff on the black yeah. market. Um, you're a grave robber. You're a grave robber. Yeah. But like where do you draw that line because like Early on, this is a kind of like kind of weirdly what we would do. We'd go to other countries. We'd like explore these tombs. We'd take stuff out of the tombs and then we'd bring them back and put them in museums in right. Europe. And so there, there is like sort of now we're like, oh, like we wouldn't do it that way now. Yeah. And that was kind of grave robbing. It was yeah. kind of like a cultural extraction that we did because we were like, well, we're Europe. So we're the ones who are interesting. And, you know, we only – no one could appreciate this stuff like we can because, right. you know, we really understand things. Yeah. And we're yeah, very so it, it turns educated. out that, like, there is a fuzzy and dangerous <laughs> – we've got a visitor from the doorway. <laughs> Callie Morris just making uh, faces at archaeology. us. Archaeology. Callie Moore appears. That's pretty yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a fuzzy and and the dangerous distinction between those two things, um, and so really it it comes down to the uh, like your intent is to uh, bring your findings to more people and to be public about it and to be approved by universities and museums and the government of the place yeah. where you are. Then it's archaeology and not grave robbing. And if you do not have those sanctions, no matter how old the grave is, you are just a thief. <laughs> You are a weird thief stealing from people who have been dead for a long time. But more than yeah. that, you are stealing from the culture that's there now. Um, and, and also just sort of like from human knowledge, which is the worst right. thing to steal yeah. from. Totally. Do you – so how could you make a case for it being archaeology with a very recently buried person? <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't matter the age. <laughs> 
Well, I don't know that you could. Yes. So okay. you couldn't call it archaeology, but you could call it science if you wanted to right. dig somebody up and, and say like somebody who died 100 years ago and be like, well, we're curious how many people died of arsenic poisoning right. in this community. And you might want to do some science and be like, you know, there was this like wave of deaths and we're not sure why. And maybe it had something to do with this thing that we're trying to figure out. Then you would be doing science um, and it wouldn't be grave robbing. Okay. But you wouldn't be taking stuff out of the ground. And that's an interesting right. question. If you can like, like in a thousand years, people might exhume like graveyards in the US to be like, what did people wear? What were well they wouldn't know. But like what were their <laughs> wristwatches like? Yeah. What were their what was their jewelry like? Because you couldn't find anything besides like clothes wouldn't be there, bodies wouldn't right. be there. Not like they're not like mum- mummies. We don't mummify no. <laughs> in in the ground here. Um but yeah, recent recent archaeology uh, there, there is, I think, some some line yeah. somewhere where yeah. archaeology starts, and I yeah. don't know what it is. <laughs> Ask Blake. Uh, Blake is our colleague who is into archaeology and, and also super, of course, into Indiana Jones. I yeah. feel like. Oh, I mean, he looks like perfect. Indiana Jones. Yeah, At, like like literally since I've been working with Blake for like almost seven years now, he's every day he looks more like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like I expect him to come in with one of those hats. And he does then, have like, a whip in his he office. He does have a whip in his office. <laughs> like, he, like, so I don't know. He's more and more tan. Yep. He only yep. gets more buff. I'm like, what are you doing? When do you, I you know. have two kids and like and a, a very hard job. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you, do you have time to exercise? I don't understand at all. All right. Oh, we are so we are so over time. We have to get to the oh, news man. from Mars and AFC Wimbledon. Okay. Hit me with some AFC Wimbledon news. Oh God. Okay. AFC Wimbledon is playing for the Czech Trade Trophy. Okay. Right now. Oh wow. Uh. I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> is it? Uh, it's probably uh, my guess is from what I know which is limited, that there are these, like, side tournaments that teams play that don't matter to the official standings, um, like just the FA glory. Cup. But, yeah, just glory. Oh, that's awesome. So they're playing in the Cheka trade? Yes. Is that, a, is that like, a, like, a brand, or is that a place? I'm assuming it's a brand where you trade checks. <laughs> Cheka <Czech> trade. <laughs> Cheka trade is... Uh, where reputation matters. Oh, it's uh, so it how you glory. get your tradesmen. So what? you like you like it's like Angie's List. Um, That's awesome. Where you find you find people to uh, to help you <laughs> fix oh, your yeah. air conditioner or whatever. Where reputation. So you get a check, meaning you you check the are tradesmen. recommended. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> So in in future news, I'm going to come up with a cool name for a competition. Okay. And then they AFC Wimbledon will get a trophy for it for glory. Right. And they don't even have to really win. No, it'll be like the AFC Wimbledon Caitlin's trophy for AFC Wimbledon news trophy. <laughs> 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 okay. So that's our how that's... are they are they have they played a game? Are they doing okay? Uh, I got distracted by check a trade. Yeah, that was really distracting. <laughs> um, I don't know if they have won a game. The stats I have come up from October. Oh, they're playing a game on Saturday during 
They're playing a game on Saturday versus the Bristol Rovers. Oh, Bristol Rovers. What a great name for, yeah. for a sports team. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, way better than AFC Wimbledon. And I think that their most recent game was against Peterborough, which they tied 2-2, which is good that they scored two goals. Yeah, and Peterborough played Bristol Rovers this weekend and beat them 4-1. to one. Oh, So wow. I feel All like right, well, maybe we'll AFC's... Do good. Wimbledon's chances are good. Um, and the goal, uh, the goals in on AFC Wimbledon for that Peterborough game were scored by Lyle Taylor, the Messi from Montserrat, woohoo, and Cody McDonald, who I've never heard from before. And that that I Lyle Taylor goal was scored. Cody McDonald. <laughs> Lyle scored scored in the first minute. So nice. that's good. Um, and then we went down two one, and then Cody came back and saved it in the forty fifth minute. Uh, to make it a tie. So that's that's what I know. Uh, in Mars news, yes. NASA is uh, preparing to land its 2020 rover on Mars. And so they're testing out the parachute system. So if you want to watch a parachute open at supersonic speeds but slow down a lot so that you can actually watch it happen uh, with a high-speed camera, there was a test called the Advanced Supersonic Parachute Inflation Research Experiment, which is an acronym. Yes. And it's Aspire. Oh, nobody does. <laughs> uh, nobody does acronyms better. like NASA. Um, this fifty-four uh, foot tall. So, oh, uh, so they uh, they launched this thing up. Wait, so they launched uh, a test payload up into the atmosphere, and then it fell to Earth, and then they opened the the parachute, and it didn't break, which is great because. It yeah. has happened before where they'll do a test parachute launch and it'll just be like, shroom, just shreds. Yeah. Because if it fails, it fails catastrophically yeah. and immediately. Because that, that moment when it opens is the is moment the when critical it moment. Yeah, is, yeah. is by far the most tra- stress. So uh, the parachute worked and uh, and, and uh, NASA's going full speed ahead with the cool. Mars 2020 mission, which is very exciting. I'm I can't wait for there to be two amazing science labs on the surface of Mars. Caitlin, what did we learn today? <laughs> we learned that even if your aunt wants you to have a girlfriend, <laughs> you can make your own choices. Yeah. And we learned that uh, that Nathan's mom is also maybe a pickle salesperson. Oh, yeah. Selling pickles to the dry cleaners. Yeah. I don't really know what that was about. Vinegar gets stains out. Yeah, vinegar yeah. gets stains out. Um, we also learned that when your trash falls on the ground, it is litter, no matter how close it is to the trash can. And we learned that if you are uh, working at an event where someone is speaking, the speech is for you as much yeah. of it is, as it is for anybody. Catherine, enjoy. I hope you're actually Scottish. And I didn't just make that up. Yeah. We also learned a little bit about the Scottish government today. A little bit. Just a very, <laughs> very small amount. And also that they're, apparently there are people in Sweden named Fanny. Yeah. That's a thing. This That was this episode of Dear Hank and John with uh, guest host, Caitlin Hoffmeister. Thank you very much for Thank you hanging for out. This was me. really fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you could do it on short notice, but also that you could do it at all because it's great to have you. I, and I'm, I'm sure John is feeling better by now. I hope so. Since it does okay. take a little bit of time for this episode to come out. Um, but John, feel better. Yeah. And this podcast is edited by Nicholas Jenkins. It's produced by Rosiana Hals-Rojas and Sheridan Gibson. Our head of community and communications is Victoria Bongiorno. Uh, the music that you're hearing is by the great Gunnarola, and as they say in our hometown, don't, don't forget, forget to, to be, be awesome. awesome.
Oh, hey, you're still you're still listening. What a champion you are. You must be like a big fan of podcasts, or at least this podcast. Maybe you even want to watch this podcast happen live, along with a bunch of other podcasts like Lore, My Brother, My Brother and Me, and Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. So many others besides those. I just don't want to take your time telling you all about them. Maybe you want to see some weird one-off podcast that no one will ever be able to see again any other way, or have discussions about the podcasting industry and learn about how people make it work and work to inspire themselves and other people. Oh, yeah, that's... That sounds like fun. Also, this is like maybe your last chance to get tickets for PodCon, which is happening December 9th and 10th in Seattle. It's a conference for people who love podcasting and podcasts. You can find out more about it at podcon.com. Thank you for supporting Dear Hank and John, and I hope to see you there.